Hi, it's 420 somewhere. Welcome to Sex and Sativa with Alex. It's me, your favorite sex positive goddess. And man, there are some things that even an orgasm can fix. Can't believe those words are coming out of my mouth. But yeah, I know it's been a hot minute. I've been inconsistent. Manage me like that. This episode is going to be a fun one. First of all, let me just start by saying I am sorry for being MIA. Like, um, I know when I started this season, I said I wasn't going to be inconsistent, but here I am inconsistent. Um, and I got the memo. You guys don't want to hear doom and gloom and we, you know, will be tied me, Alex, and shit about my mental health. So that's fine. It's valid. Let's stick to the fun stuff that you all came here to listen to. Sex in a fun healthy nasty and positive way so on this episode of sex and sativa with alex i'm going to be tackling aftercare now my first foray um into aftercare like the first time i ever heard like the word aftercare or anything like that was um when i started practicing bdsm i have an episode on like when the first time i even heard the word aftercare i began to know what aftercare looked like was when i started practicing bdsm now i have an episode on my podcast um bdsm is not abuse where i talk about aftercare because one thing i said in that episode is when you practice bdsm um basically aftercare is like one of the tenets or foundations of bdsm like you cannot have like a proper bdsm scene or you can't like properly practice bdsm if you don't practice aftercare because aftercare is fucking necessary um like bdsm is quite intense and as such you need to come down from that high yeah so if you want to hear more about aftercare go on to um my bdsm is not abuse episode i think in the episode that i deleted because when I, I, I record like a lot of stuff before you guys listen to anyone so the one i deleted i talked at length about my first experience my first bdsm experience and how intense it was and how um when i would like when i was done the aftercare i received kind of made me feel more secure in in what we did and you know the whole experience but i don't think that wasn't the one that made it air no i don't think so no i don't think so so um yeah now what is aftercare like when you hear the word aftercare it can be just like a okay what is aftercare aftercare is supposed to look like this aftercare is this like what is aftercare supposed to look like now in life when you do many things there is a process there is like um beginning middle and end sex also should have a process the beginning the middle and the end now the beginning of sex is like foreplay you know your aroused tensions are high your hormones are running haywire you're like really into what you're about to do that is the beginning now middle is sex does it sound surprising no it's not 
middle is sex it's the act itself it's the thrusting and the grinding and the sweating and the exchanging of bodily fluids like sex is the middle now the end of sex is aftercare like what happens after sex is done after the big o or the lack of a big o what happens afterwards that is aftercare and like where's my water fuck this and like in most cases i feel like when we practice sex we do the beginning the middle and we just completely skip the end like we don't ever have like a do i say cool down yes basically we don't have like a cool down period or a wind down period or we don't know how to properly navigate the cool down period and the wind down period and we don't really understand or you're not aware that that cool down period and that wind down period is completely necessary like it's important we sing cool down wind down so much i don't know why this is why sometimes like i love this podcast i get to smoke and talk about sex but at the same time it's kind of like annoying because i get cut them out like really really fast i just have to take like breaks anyway um when sex kind of ends like when sex ends in an orgasm or the way sex ends it just kind of ends I make I made sense. Yes, I know I made sense. It ends. It ends abruptly, and like when the climax is over, and when everything is done, it's just it's done. It ends. Like there's just okay. Now I've come. Now what? Okay, that's the post not clarity period. Like when it ends, it just ends abruptly. Like after that ending how do we properly like calm like how do we properly calm down how do we properly catch our breath how do we properly like you know because after sex happens we get like lots of this like happy like hormones like feel good hormones like sex hormones sex hormones are like feel good hormones and stuff like that like so how do we like calm down most times after sex you find out that um um your partner just like okay maybe you start texting or you pick up your or your partner picks up the phone and you know ladies they're like oh um um no not ladies as much as like after sex happens you're just left to do shit on your own you dress yourself maybe your partner is like taking up his phone um answer a call like you go to the bathroom it's like quiet and then it feels awkward and then there's like the looking for like where are the clothes that we are so lovingly you know tossed off of the the, bodies like a few minutes ago like you're not searching for those clothes like individually and you're like is my wig secure and like um I'm wearing my boxes inside out. I don't know. It just it just feels awkward. Like just how do we properly navigate that? How do we um calm down from that? Because after sex and sex is good sex is great sex is intimate, it's good, it's vulnerable. So like how do you come down from 
all those like feel-good hormones and you know you're sore because like you know you took like a good pounding and your beards just smell of like her juices like and your fingers smell like like they're calm and like it's just like and there's like sweat on your body and some of it is not yours is it <laughs> i think i miss sex i don't think i know i miss sex I know I miss sex like big time. Anyway, after sex and stuff happens, what happens after sex kind of can determine how we make our partner feel. Like, do you feel a certain way when you're done with sex and your partner just picks up his phone or her phone and they're texting and you like basically, I don't want to say the word feel used, but yeah because it's just like okay that was intense and you're all into me and now it's like you can barely stand like my you know my face and where do you put all that delicious energy after sex and how you navigate what happens after sex can determine how like you feel after sex do you want to feel like good on like cloud nine do you want to feel like you know you took a good party because yeah when you have good sex like it shows it absolutely shows like when you're getting like really good sex it shows you're just happy because i mean when you're getting good sex it means someone is actually giving a fuck about you so yeah i'm exhausted i'm so sorry like i feel like i'm acting spaced out i'm not i'm just like exhausted okay so after sex let's say your partner actually does that texting and you know just like ignores you and um not ignores you per se as much as not paying as much attention to you as they were before because you know the sex has happened that's ended it's all over and like what about like in cases where like okay um one person doesn't have an orgasm like one partner did not come one partner did not enjoy the sex that just finished happening like you feel frustrated like you feel like angry and embarrassed and like i don't know you just feel some type of way like and that's not you feel dissatisfied like lonely i you i keep i use the word used again because yeah you can actually feel used after sex when you know like you just feel like okay there's that and it's not fair like i know that most times especially in this present day and age it's like we're having like super casual sex all the time and most times we don't really give a fuck about the person like you're fucking bitch by the way even if you don't like it's like a casual relationship and aftercare is fucking necessary even for casual relationships not just for like long-term relationships or people that just want to foster like intimacy aftercare is necessary for every kind of sex like so fast sex happens aftercare is fucking necessary because the least you can do is to show your partner that you had sex with that you value the sex that you had with them you want to show your partner that you had sex with that you kind of like enjoyed what went on you want to show your partner that you had sex with that you respect them for like being there with you basically you don't want to feel like okay that's it it's all done like even though it's casual like it's the least you also when you're having sex with because 
did you have sex with them or did you just masturbate with their body because if you did have sex with them then it was a participatory event you know like ideally we're all supposed to be enjoying at least some iota of sexual pleasure is necessary here so make it make sense yeah okay and here's the thing about like I feel like I'm spacing. I am a little bit because I'm tired. And here's the weird, not the weird things. Like I feel like it happens to everybody when you don't include aftercare um, when sex happens. You kind of leave your partner to feel anyhow. A lot of things can be misinterpreted. Like you start, um, you start. Oh, was there a weird smell? Um, is my dick too small? Is it too big? Was she faking it? Was he faking it? Um, like, oh my, like heavens, that position made me look like a crab. Like, oh my, like, oh my, my fupa was showing. I know I should have done that. Oh, my wig is moving. Like, you start having like all this unnecessary crazy thoughts, and you start overthinking a lot of shit that you really shouldn't be overthinking. But if aftercare was like included in every aspect of sex like not just for like intense bdsm scenes as alexandria actually did think that that's what aftercare was for <sighs> so fucking dumb anyway so yeah if it's included in every aspect of sex then we would avoid a lot of like problems i know it seems like it's unnecessary but post-coital conversations oh my damn i've been meaning to say that for such a fucking long time yes i said it in one take yes um <laughs> this buzzed. um post-coital conversations are necessary you kind of want like feedback in a way i'm not saying like a um a juvenile grading um technique kind of way it's just like a was that good for you did you enjoy that? Was there some aspect like aftercare is necessary? We skip out on a lot of it. Like it's not fair because, like I said earlier, like sex gives a lot of like you feel a lot of hormones and there's dopamine and oxy something something tocin and I there's a lot of hormones. I'm not really like a science person, so I didn't keep that in my head. But there are like a lot of hormones that release like when sex does happen. So you kind of you don't kind of you do genuinely need to come off your sex high and crash like as calmly and as gently as you can. You don't want to just come off your sex high and like, okay, where do all those hormones go? They're not just going to magically disappear and all the adrenaline that was burning because, you know, you guys were like going at it and it was intense. Like, you know, aftercare is necessary. Aftercare is important. Like I said earlier, like one of the tenets of BDSM is aftercare because BDSM is actually very, very, like it's intense. Like it's, let me now tell you <clears throat> how Alexandria sort of fucked up her sex life. You know, the best thing about, oh, wow, that was just my bottle of water. Mm. So one of the best things about being celibate is 
I've had a lot of time to think back on like past sexual encounters with like an object and genuinely for me with an objective point of view i've looked at situations that i really genuinely tell myself now i had no situation being in i've thought about situations that i wish i had let myself go and just enjoyed a little bit more that it would have been so much better i've thought back to situations where like oh i wish all i did was just a simple conversation like i wish i communicated like this and that and like it's enabled me to realize that what i thought might have been like a great sex life right now might have might it is actually pale in comparison to what my sex life could be right now because i've unlearned a lot of things i've learned a lot of things i've opened myself more to the idea of like enjoying more things sex wise when i do decide to start having sex so oh man like i say the person son that i will grab when i'm ready to stop being celibate man i'm going to fuck the living daylight out of somebody's son so someone's son find me one day like he will run like man i'm going to type i'm just i'm going off topic and i'm going off tangent here but like it's enabled me to take an objective look at some of the things i did like while i was having sex and realize that some things i was doing was actually like performance based and it wasn't more for me it was more for like oh so my partner can um basically enjoy not enjoy as much as me putting on a good show like the show was kind of important and you know i have to like i had to take time to unlearn that but in all of this one thing i realized is i was actively closing myself off from intimacy and let me just put it like this now i saw that beginning of this episode one of the ways i found out about aftercare was when i started practicing bdsm now for me it was just like i would practice like when I was doing anything BDSM related, when I was done, I would practice aftercare because I was like I I I kind of learned aftercare in BDSM was is necessary. So I kind I kind of learned BDSM and aftercare as like a package deal. So when I would do anything BDSM related, I would kind of introduce aftercare for my partner and you know get it for myself as well. But when I was having sex that was not BDSM related, I didn't do that. Now, listen, I'm not a cuddling sort of person. I don't like being like I don't like being touched like that. Like just don't touch me. So like after sex, I'm I'm more of the person that I'm more likely to like when I'm done and you're done and it's fine, you know. I'm more likely to like okay you stay on your side of the bed i could take a shower when i'm done like i want to do my thing i just want to enjoy like my orgasm my own way like i want to wallow and enjoy my orgasm and looking back i realized that in some sort of way (laughs) my doing that and the way i continuously pushed my partners away after sex i was basically telling them that i was using them like i was telling them that you know i was using them it wasn't that oh the sex was great for both of us i was just using them and nobody wants to feel used doing sex after sex 
it's just it's a nasty why does my bottle keep on doing this i should have gotten a straw would have made much more fucking sense nobody wants to feel used after sex you want to feel good you want to feel happy you want to feel satisfied you want to feel ecstatic like you want all the feel good hormones like i said earlier that sex gives you you don't want to feel dirty you don't want to feel embarrassed you don't want to start overthinking and have anxiety be the main topic of the day instead of the great sex that you just had like and the thing is with a lot when a lot of that stuff is happening like the overthinking and the um um the you know lack of engagement like lack of intimacy it can kind of saw how good the sex was does that make sense i know it does because then like what happens after like the end kind of now negates the middle Okay, you had a great beginning. The middle was, eh, was I, was I. But it could have been better if you had applied the ending. So, unknowingly, I did that. So I don't. It's like, oh, I, like I didn't know that was. I was unknowingly rubbing myself on my partners of like intimacy and like, oh, you did good or some shit like that. Like I had no fucking clue. So. What this means is that when you practice aftercare, you're basically telling your partner that you're not taking them for granted. Like, you're telling your partner that, yo, the sex was awesome. The sex was good. The sex was great. And thank you. Thank you for opening your butt. Because I'm just sorry. Like, I said this when I talked about sexual responsibility in the previous season and se- what's wrong with sexual pleasure. Um, you want to enjoy what you're doing. You want to feel like the nasty you just did was respected. Yeah, because sex is intimate sex is vulnerable sex is great and when as like nasty and okay as like intense and crazy as it is we forget that sex is vulnerability and when you open yourself up like that the least you can do is just tell your partner that you respect them tell your partner that you are thankful that they had sex with you because if you can't even give your partner the gratitude of the fucking why are you fucking because i said earlier like i had no i had no business being in like certain sexual situations now that i think about it i had no business being in them like at the end of the day like if i wasn't enjoying it if it wasn't doing anything for me why the fuck was i there so if it's not doing anything for you why the fuck are you fucking if you don't respect the person you're fucking if you don't respect the fuck that just happened why are you even doing that at all you're better off not even soliciting sex basically you're better off having sex on your own until maybe you come to understand the idea behind sex between parties and partners is an exchange it's good 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 for you good 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 for you as well for me and you is that right I only if I said me and you. Anyway. So. What does aftercare look like? Like, what does aftercare look like? 
aftercare includes stuff like cuddling um pillow talk sensual touches like just randomly touching your partner and shit like after sex like you maybe like draw eight figure eights on like their skin or some shit like like just randomly touch them nicely centrally not like i'm about to fuck you right now after we just finished fucking although maybe that's what you want to do but like calmly in a way that is like nice and gentle and kind of sexy but not sexual so sensual yeah laughter yeah honestly i don't know people don't laugh during sex i find that kind of funny like sex is sex can be weird because a lot of stuff happens and stuff could enter like the wrong hole and like it could be awkward and loop could be everywhere oh well yo I was playing my lip. No, no, no. I'm not talking about that story. Not right now. So, laughter. Um, taking care of your partner physically. Maybe like helping them dress up. Okay, if you don't want to help them dress up, help them find their clothes. Okay, because um, yo, it was kind of like good and it was kind of like part of like the foreplay when you took off their clothes you know like you took off the took um took out the buttons you took off the bride took out the boxers and shit like that but then after sex is done you're like oh okay where's my bra like maybe help your partner look for their clothes like help them pick up articles of their clothing um brush their hair or um um touch the brush their beards like um all their beards after they take a shower like that can be like oh taking a shower together as well can be like a great way to practice aftercare um conversations yes like like i said earlier like you know a little bit of like positive feedback not critical feedback you know like you're talking about the stuff that was good okay like oh you could have done this a little bit harder this is not time to be like oh you do not do this or this was bad or you just lay there or why didn't you do more this is the time to be like oh when you play when you played like my ear like that was good or like when you lick my ear like that was fine or like when you lick like my neck like stuff like that like you talk about what how good it was like the stuff that you enjoyed that you oh why did i touch my microphone that you liked did you enjoy watching him wear the condom did you enjoy um um watching her tug her nipples like what did you enjoy say it tell them let them know you know like eating together though can be a great way to like practice aftercare um maybe standing up or maybe like one person stands up get your partner a drink both of you like maybe share a drink drink water together something just make your partner feel included and not like you know you just fuck their body and that's just rude and disrespectful so anyway i talked about what aftercare is i think i'll talk about the importance of aftercare um why is aftercare like importance for hmm this what happens when you have cotton mouth why is aftercare important for intimacy or why is aftercare because i actually wanted to talk about this a little bit like why is aftercare a great way to um foster intimacy if you feel like oh why do i keep touching my microphone if you feel like you want to be more intimate with your partner um practicing aftercare is a great way to help each other bond because 
sex is good sex can be great but sex when there's like lots of like intimacy and nice stuff it's good too and recently I, i think i've come to realize that intimacy is not all bad like for some reason in my head before i was like so i don't i know why i just i'm walking through my own shit but i was very anti-intimacy in my sex life which is not surprising how it went cold i mean but i was very anti-intimacy now i'm looking at like intimacy as like a good thing a great way to actually have sex because at the end of the day when you practice aftercare it kind of leaves room for more in the future future could be 10 minutes 10 days 10 years but aftercare is a great way to leave room for more sexual encounters in the future i'm just saying You'd be more likely to fuck a guy that like took a shower with you and kissed you all over after sex, like after you guys had sex before and then maybe you never saw him again until like three years later, than you had to fuck a guy that, you know, after sex, he just brought up his phone and started like texting. I was like, yeah, I took a call, you know, maybe locked you out of the shower and, you know, came out and never meet your eyes and started wearing their clothes and they're like, oh, deuces. Like, you were more likely to fuck the first guy than you were more likely to fuck the second guy. It's not me. Studies. I'm just, just, I'm just telling like it is. So, why is aftercare important for intimacy? Um, well, first of all, aftercare helps develop stronger emotional bonds. Which is not bad. Because at the end of the day, just hear me out. Casual sex, which, by the way, I recently started listening to, um, I, I, I think I, I agree with, my views on casual sex, I agree with, um, there's this chick on Instagram, there's this, I really love her, Rukayat, she has, like, this whole view on, like, the hookup culture, and how sometimes it actually doesn't favor women, and I didn't think I would agree with her, but I sort of did, I kind of saw sense in it, I will go into that sort of later, but casual sex is done in a way that is casual there are no like okay emotional stronger emotional feelings attached you're just enjoying sex like this which is fine but it doesn't mean that you just have to act like a complete asshole or disrespect your partner or act like a high-end bitch or act like a douche like you can actually enjoy casual sex without being an asshole you can actually enjoy casual sex while there's intimacy you can actually enjoy casual sex with your friends like you can do it successfully without being an ass and this is not a case of like oh somebody's catching feelings if you and your partner are sexually mature you can actually enjoy but when one person is like not sexually mature enough then you start having like communication issues because at the end of the day everything can be solved with communication like because once i know where you're from and you know where i'm from we both know how to kind of meet each other meet each other in mood and compromise well now we're moving on but when nobody knows how to communicate and one person is just enjoying that another person doesn't feel comfortable at that stage and you're not voicing out that you don't feel comfortable and you're just like staying there to just like talk communicate your sex life would be grateful just hit me up ask me how i'll tell you anyway so 
because like i said sex is vulnerable sex is intimate sex is vulnerable like there's no other way to coach it unless sex is a job for you like then obviously you know you're just showing up to do your job you do the thing and you get out but if sex is not a job for you okay sex work is not your job this is not where you're making a living this is not like where you're trying to secure like this is not your work in any way shape or form you are now having sex for the sake that you are enjoying said sex you want said sex and you're trying to satisfy said sexual you know cravings and stuff like that you need to make sure that the sex you're having makes you like you value the sex you're having you need to make sure that in valuing the sex you're having you value the person that you're having sex with you need to make sure that you are cared for in sex during sex and after sex because if the person that you're with doesn't care for you during sex then it means that the person doesn't care um um for sexual protection like protection from stis or doesn't care to inform you that um okay um they're not using contraceptive like when you care for the person you are sexually active with you respect the person which in turn means you value the sex you have aftercare helps you do that it's simple taking this like it's simple might be difficult but it's simple does that make sense i fucking think it does okay um aftercare helps to relieve underlying sexual shame see the thing with sex is by the time you start being sexually active a lot of things have a lot of sexual experiences without you being aware have happened it might have been from how your views your church view sex your family view sex your environment view sex um your school your your peers view sex however it happens sexual experiences have happened to you whether you like it or not now without being aware we inherit we inherit sexual shame like you might not even be aware then you do something nasty and freaky in the bedroom and you enjoy it and after a while you remember like for some reason some voice telling you that oh you're a whore or um oh that was not mature enough or hmm, you feel less than a man for requesting that or wanting that or oh that that's not what good girls do you have a sexual shame and then sexual shame ruins the good sex that you had which is not fair to you it's not fair to your partner it's not fair to the reason you had sex so yeah, aftercare helps you relieve that underlying sexual shame that you might not even be aware of. Because when you talk to your partner, you have conversation with your partner, oh that was good, oh man, the way you took it like that, oh you took it like a champ. Like you don't use words that are derogatory in any way, shape, or form because that doesn't help your partner. That doesn't that doesn't help anyone. Like it's not the time to make all those sleek, nasty jokes like, oh yeah, oh there was a smell, or um you you're too small. Like it's not the time. Like it's the time to reassure your partner that she would do was good, yo. Good. <clears throat> Aftercare makes you feel good. At the end of the day, it's simple as that. It helps you enjoy sex. Especially if you're in a relationship, who knows? Like aftercare could be the difference between you having sex, like I said, in the next ten minutes, and you not having sex at all. Because okay, let's say okay, I didn't have an orgasm, 
and aftercare is not involved i pack up my bags i take a shower i leave okay i've missed the opportunity to have a conversation with my partner as to why i couldn't have an orgasm and if that was good for me and ways it could be better for me who knows like after talking maybe my partner will be like okay maybe i will try that or i will do that like you know you miss out on a lot when you don't include aftercare and aftercare just makes you feel good which is necessary. It's actually never too late to actually start practicing or including aftercare in your sexual routine. Like, I feel aftercare is important. I practice aftercare on myself after I'm done masturbating. So I don't feel like um, I have nothing else going for me except the fact that I just gave myself um, an orgasm. Sometimes I feel that way. Like, as stupid as it is, I feel that way sometimes that, oh, okay, so you give yourself an orgasm, that's it. Like, I, I need to constantly reassure myself that what I did was good. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with the fact that I gave myself an orgasm. Like, so if I need reassurance on my own, when you're having sex with a partner, why don't you reassure a partner? It's necessary. It's important. And it makes them feel not less than. Okay. So ways to initiate aftercare. Well, like I said, um, start a conversation, get your partner a drink, ask them if they want to take a shower, help them look for their clothes. You know what's going to happen? I'm going to find like videos of stuff like that. Cause I know there are other creators that have done like videos on ways to initiate aftercare and shit like that. And I will be posting them on social media throughout the week that this episode is going to be up so yes i have an episode up in jesus name father lord i pray that there are no like weird sounds i have to work with that frustrates me i just want to have this episode as fucking awesome as fucking possible so that you know i rest and i feel accomplished because i've not been feeling like that recently but that's not why we're here anyway so i will be sharing all like aftercare videos i think i'll make a few i think i'll create content in that if i have time and money i will so i i I think yeah i know i will so i will create content which i'll be sharing on social media on instagram at sex positive goddess one word no underscore and on twitter at sex sativa go on there i'm always posting like sex positive stuff or yes i'm always doing sex positive stuff on there so yeah that's all for this week's episode aftercare is important aftercare is necessary if you don't feel like aftercare is important come tell me why you don't feel aftercare is necessary like let's have that conversation you know what i'm going to try and host like a spaces on twitter like everybody's doing that now spaces Ooh, so fucking mysterious yeah anyway thank you so much for listening to this episode i'm so glad i did this i feel so much more better now Weirdly enough, not weirdly enough, because I think of this as like mini therapy for me, so that's good. Um, until I come your way again next time, um, I still remain your favorite sex positive goddess. Bye for now. <laughs>